this morning's Sunday school lesson. Uh, we thank and praise God for Sister Leach opening up. Are you a contender for the prize? So contender, the meaning of contender means to strive, to obtain. It means you're clashing with something or opposing something. And hopefully we clash in with the world in the world system. And we opposing the devil and his works. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, that's your job. The enemy job is to try to stop you and to block you and to hinder you from getting where God had for you to be. Huh? But your job is to fight him back. Uh, your job is to resist him. The, the book of James says what resists the devil, that means you're going to put up some opposition. That means you're going to stand your ground. It means you ain't going to compromise or come down. Uh, come on here. Resist him. Put up some fight. Uh, rebuke him. Uh, plead the blood of Jesus. Uh, call him out. Uh, come on, somebody. Resist the devil. Uh, we we living in a time now where we don't even put up no resistance. Uh, we just let him run loose and run wild in our life, in our family, in our household. Come on here. But you got to resist him. Huh? And the Bible says he will flee. Uh, so a contender is defined as a person or a group competing with others to achieve something. So we're trying to achieve something here. We're not doing this for shape, form, or fashion. Come on, somebody. We're doing this so we can make it to heaven, so that we can be with Jesus forever. Huh? It's called eternal life. That's what we, why we go through what we go through. This is why we strive on a day-to-day -day basis to walk with God and to please God and to do the things of God. It's because we got a goal that we're trying to achieve. Uh, I don't know about you, but I want to go to heaven. Uh, what you come for? That, that's what you got to ask yourself the question. Why do I do what I do? Why do I come to church? Why do I praise God? Why do I pray? Why do I read my Bible? It's a goal in mine. I, I want to go to heaven. I don't know about you. I don't want to stay here. Whew. Because we got to realize we in a race. Uh, you, you, you in a fight for your life. Your life is hanging in the balance. You in a race for eternal life, and that should be every saint of God's ultimate goal. There's no shortcuts. You know, we're living in a time where everybody want to take a shortcut. Oh, my God. Uh, you got to go the way that Jesus laid out in his word. It ain't no way around that. It ain't no way underneath that. Huh? Ain't no way above that. You got to come in at the door. Jesus said, I am the door. And I am the way, the truth, and the life. How are we going to make it without Jesus? Impossible. And folks trying to call themselves a Christian without Christ. How are you going to be a Christian without Jesus? Somebody explain it to me. Huh? We got all kind of Christians now. You know, everybody nice and good. And, you know, we all Christians. 
We all going to heaven. No, no we're going to go, but everybody ain't going to stay. <laughs> Come on here. Everybody trying to take an alternate route. Trying to have a little Jesus and a little Mohammed. Huh? Have your little bean pie. A little Islam on the side. Trying to mix Jesus with everything in the world. Have your little Buddha statue on the shelf. Huh? Have your little trinkets of the world and light your little incense and candle for your other God. Huh? Come on here. Trying to take a shortcut. <laughs> Woo, my God. Trying to do it some other way except the true way. Oh, my God. We're going to get down to it uh, because there's no cheating in the race. You done been in the classroom with folks that's been cheating. And you done worked hard, you done stayed up all night, and you done studied, and then here goes some ninja next to you. Huh? They got stuff written on the hand. <laughs> you know, they got a little cheat sheet under the desk. Huh? And then they end up getting a better grade on the test after you done studied. And then you got all these folks in the classroom cheating. Huh? They got by with it and they got away with it then. But ultimately, it didn't do them no good. Uh, because they didn't get very far in life. Because uh, they thought they were able to go through life. Uh, cheating their way through life. Uh, and they end up cheating themselves. Uh, they robbed themselves out of an education. Uh, they robbed themselves. Uh, oh my God. And we got plenty in this generation that's robbing themselves. You can't replace a relationship with God. You can't replace spending quality time with God. And if you think you're going to get around that, honey, you sadly mistaken. You still got to spend time with God. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care how many jobs you got. I don't care how many kids you got. How many grandkids you got. I don't care what's on your agenda and what's on your list. There's nothing that replaces time with God. Nothing. Read all the self-help books you want to. <laughs> Read all the motivational books you want to. Read a poem and, and do all those nice things and you can sit and cross your legs uh, and call yourself meditating. Uh, but it don't replace uh, a relationship with God. So we got to go through some instructions. Huh, we got to listen to the trainer, and the trainer is the Holy Ghost. Huh? The Bible said the Holy Ghost will lead you, it will guide you into all truth. The Holy Ghost is your best teacher. Huh? The Holy Ghost will give you nuggets straight from heaven. Huh? It'll give you some comfort when you're going through. Huh? Ain't nothing like the Holy Ghost. Huh? It'll give you peace. Oh, has anybody ever been uh, in a chaotic situation? Uh, it seemed like hell was all breaking loose in your life. Uh, but the Holy Ghost said, don't worry about it. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the Holy Ghost. Uh, see, y'all don't put enough value on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is awesome. Uh, the Holy Ghost will come in a thing of God's life. Uh, and it will soothe you. 
Oh my God, it'll give you a calm in your spirit. When you want to get fussy, minister, and you get disturbed, and you want to get outraged, and you want to get the spirit of man, the Holy Ghost say, shh, come. <laughs> Woo, Holy Ghost is just awesome. Uh, we need to put some more value on the Spirit of God. Because uh, it ain't nothing like the move of the Spirit of God. Uh, the Spirit of God, when it comes on the scene, uh, it causes peace. <laughs> Woo, when devils want to act a mocking, oh, they can't do what they want to do because the Spirit of God is still in charge. Woo. Oh my God. Yes. So the trainer is the Holy Ghost. You got to let the Holy Ghost give you direction. Oh my God. And understanding. Oh my God. Because the Bible said in all you're getting, get what? An understanding. And we got to learn how to listen. Because the Holy Ghost is speaking, but a lot of folk ain't listening. What did the Holy Ghost say? Is what to be asking ourselves. Before we make these decisions, these rash decisions and judgments, and before we make a move, what did the Holy Ghost say? Are you listening? And number one, we got a listening problem. <laughs> we got a listening problem. And you know how it was in the classroom? The teacher was at the front of the class, huh? Students, some of them were sitting there throwing bubble gum at each other and throwing pencils. They weren't listening. Huh? Then you got some now, because now, you know, we got cell phones. Back when, when I was in school, we didn't have cell phones. So now you got the telephone. And so now the teacher got to compete with the telephone. Because we sit there and we fumble and we playing Candy Crush. Huh? When you should be learning some math with your dumb self, you need to put that phone down. Huh? That's what this was wrong with them now. Huh? The Candy Crush and all these games. You know, ain't paying attention to what the, what's going on with the instruction. Huh? Some of them can't even half read. Huh? They in the uh, third and fourth and fifth grade and reading on a kindergarten level. I see why. Is this is all you're doing? Huh? Not paying attention to the teacher. She got to compete with all of this noise going on. See, we got too much noise going on in our life. Uh, it's time to quiet some stuff down. Huh? So that you can be able to hear when the Holy Ghost is speaking. How can you hear when there's so much noise, minister? Because God don't speak in the thunder and the lightning. He speaks in a small, still voice. And you miss it if you got a whole bunch of noise and a whole bunch of racket and a whole bunch of distractions going on. Huh? They wonder why when folks graduate, they're not ready to go into the workforce. They spend so much time in school not listening. Spent all that time in school, Sister Legion didn't pay attention. Huh? Can't balance a checkbook. You should have been paying attention. Huh? You can't even do life skill. Minister, do us 
handle basic life skills. Because they didn't listen. They've lost focus. Huh? Now it's all about social media. That's all this generation is concerned about. Huh? How many selfies we can take and how many posts we can do in a day? Huh? Being a part of the TikTok. You know, they got the. Yes. Huh? It ain't going nowhere. You hear me? All the videos and all the posts and all the live stream and all of this, being a part of the in crowd, being a part of the group, and just as lost. Just lost. Huh? <laughs> we wonder why we having so many struggles out of these young people and out of this generation. Huh? Just lost. We have devalued the value of serving God. Having a relationship with God. Huh? You can have, you ain't got to have money to serve God and have the finest of things. Huh? Honey, you can be poor but rich in faith. But this generation don't value that. Huh? You don't even hear people talking about faith. You used to hear people talk about faith. You talk about faith no more. Huh? It's all about the money. Huh? It's all about what I can get and having my success. Everybody want to be successful now. Huh? But the book of Joshua said that you got to follow the word of God. The words in the book of this law in order to have success. It ain't no success outside of God. Huh? So let's look at a few things here. I know y'all don't hear me right along. Remember the cloud of witnesses. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 1 says, very familiar scripture. Wherefore, sin, we also are compassed about. That means you surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. That means you got folks that can witness to the power of God, that can witness to the miracle working of, of Jesus Christ, uh, that can witness uh, that he's a healer, that he's a provider, uh, that he's a way maker, that he's a promise keeper, uh, that he'll keep you. You got a cloud of witnesses. Hey. My God, uh, you got people that's done went through the test of times. Uh, they done walked with God through hardships, uh, through sickness, uh, through afflictions. Uh, but you got folk uh, that are standing, oh my God, uh, a cloud of witnesses uh, that says you can make it. Let us lay aside every weight. That stuff that weighs us down and keep us from running. Huh? And the sin which does so easily beset us. Huh? Because that's what gets us off. The weights. The sin. Huh? We, we got to be mindful of the things that come to get us off track with God. And let us run with what? Patience. Well, that, that's a 
little challenge. Huh? But you're not going to be able to run this race without patience. Everything ain't going to come to you overnight. <laughs> God can promise you something. You can see it in a dream. God can be dealing with you strongly and heavily about how he's going to bless you and how he's going to do this in your life and do that in your life. But let me be the first to tell you, it don't come overnight. <laughs> you're going to have to go through some stuff. <laughs> you're going to be tested and you're going to be tried. Uh, he's going to prove what's down on the inside of you. Uh, yeah, you, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. Oh, my God. Let us run with patience. That means we got to wait on God. Huh? The Bible said, wait on the Lord. And be of good courage. Ain't no point in us being sad and mad and depressed, waiting on God. I'm just waiting on the Lord. <laughs> Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Huh? Wait, I say, on the Lord. We got to wait on God. Huh? Because there sure is a blessing when you wait on God to do it. And I don't know about you, but I want God to bless me. I want him to be able to do it. Because when God do it, can't no devil out of hell put nothing to it. Woo, my God. Verse 2 said, looking unto who? Jesus. We got to look to Jesus. We got to look to Jesus. We got to look to Jesus. Oh, we need to underline that. We need to repeat that. I got to look to Jesus. Every day I wake up, I got to look to Jesus. Huh? Oh, come on here. Huh? When I'm walking every day, I'm talking with God. Huh? I'm looking unto him. I'm looking for him to do something. I'm expecting him to move in my life. I'm expecting him to heal. I'm expecting him to deliver. I'm expecting him to keep me. I'm expecting him to save. I'm looking unto him. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of my faith. He started this thing and he's able to complete it. The Bible said he's able to complete it until the day of Jesus. Uh, that work that he started in us, uh, that work he started in you, uh, he's able to complete the work. Oh, the work he started in the Gentiles. The work that he started in his called out elect churches all over the world. He was the one that started it. And he'll be the one that finish it. Woo. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Huh? That's why you got to have joy on this journey, saints. And if you ain't got none, the Bible said you leap for it. You better start leaping. Huh? Come on here until you get some joy. And you need to be full of joy. <laughs> Honey, you need the oil of joy. You need to hear some joy bells ringing. Don't come to me talking all down in the mouth and being negative. I don't want to hear that. You need some joy. Huh? We need some happy. Huh? Don't come disturb my happy. <laughs> come on here. May not have much, but I got some happy. 
Huh? I got a smile on my face. My God. Because I got the joy of the Lord as my strength. Huh? Y'all better learn how to be happy. You might as well because life is too short, saints. Why not be happy while you're going through? At least hold your head up. Huh? The Bible gives us all of these instructions on how to go through. Hold your head up. For your redemption draws nigh. Huh? Don't tell you to walk around with your head down because I'm going through. I got this sickness. I got these bills. I ain't got no more. All my kids, they just, oh, this job, all this stuff, man. Huh? Saints, y'all got to learn how to go through. Huh? Go through with some joy. Huh? Say all the days of my appointed time like Job. And ain't none of us in here going through like Job. <laughs> he said all the days of my appointed time. I wait until my change comes. Oh, my God. Uh, that means I'm going to wait on God uh, because I know that he's going to bring me through. Uh, oh, my God. I know he's looking out for me and he got my best interests. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, because I serve him and I love him for who he is uh, and then for what he's done. Uh, and I know he loves me. Uh, oh, come on here. You got to talk to yourself. You got to encourage yourself. Uh, so you can keep on going. Because other than that, you let the enemy come in and talk junk to you. And get you off track. Have you depressed? Looking cross-eyed. Have you mad? Oh my God, have you feeling rejected? To the point where you turn around and you walk away from God. But the devil is a liar. You got to encourage yourself. I will make it. I'm coming out of this because I'm an overcomer. The Bible says I'm more than a conqueror. Woo! Jesus didn't do it the cross. You ain't doing no cross. What you mad for? Huh? What you about to quit on God for? Hmm? You ain't carrying no cross to come to church. All you have to do is take a bath and put some clothes on. Hmm? <laughs> you, you ain't going through nothing yet. All this stuff we're going through is light affliction. Huh? How many of you got whipped in the back this morning before you came to church? Huh? You shed some blood. But all you had to do was just come and worship. Huh? Any, any crime, it's not a crime yet to serve Jesus. It will be. <laughs> but right now you got free. You, you, you free to serve God. And think about that. We free to serve God and folks refuse it. They don't even feel compelled to serve God. And we got all this We got all this luxury. Beautiful churches all over the U.S. And half of them empty. Why we have so much destruction and chaos and hatred and crime and evil? Huh? The problem ain't with God. 
The problem is with the people. He despised the shame. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Woo! My God. But consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners. And we get mad and twisted up of folks talking about us. You ain't went through nothing. <laughs> folks ain't spitting on you. Huh? Because you serving the Lord. Hmm? Oh, he went through a lot of contradiction. Huh? We can't say somebody to say a lie about us, and we don't lie on folks, and you done did your dirt, and you done, uh, oh, well, we ain't gonna go there now. We can't stay in nothing, can't go through nothing. But Jesus was the perfect example of persecution. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do nothing yet. <laughs> Lest you be wearied and faint in your mind. You have not resisted on the blood. Huh? Y'all ain't shed no blood. Eh? You ain't went through nothing to save nobody's life. So what were we complaining for? Huh? Why are we so weary? Hmm? So, teacher, what we doing, we just going through life. It's just called life. Huh? But if we carry Jesus with us, we have a whole lot better results. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go to Jude. The book of Jude. It's only one chapter. <clears throat> so we got patriots that ran this race before us. So everything we going through, somebody done been there and done that too. A cloud of witnesses that had the testimony that they pleased God. They left a legacy behind witnessing that they believed God. And we got to make sure that we leave the right kind of legacy because believe it or not, there is a generation that's watching you. They're watching how you serve God. They watching how you go through. Huh? And you're training them huh, on how to walk with God and how to serve God. Huh? They're watching. They may not say nothing to you, but you'll be surprised how your neighbors and people that's in the grocery store and when you're going out and about, they know it's something different about you. And folks on your job, they may never tell you how they watch you and they admire you and they see how you go through even when it's stuff going on in your life and how you just keep on pushing and you keep on coming back with a smile on your face and you treat folk right. Oh, come on here. That makes a difference. Uh, how you can get along with folk and how when you're going through, you don't cuss like other folk do. And, and you ain't fighting and clowning. Uh, oh, come on here. They're watching uh, your behavior. Oh, come on here. It makes a big difference. You are leaving a legacy whether you realize it or not. Your unsaved loved ones, they may not come to church with you, but they still watch you. Oh, yeah, they're watching you. Yeah, so we just got to be mindful of our lifestyle because lifestyle is everything. 
So in the book of Jude, starts out, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, brother of James, and to them that are sanctified, oh, well, that's, that's, that's a, you know, really important word there because we got to be sanctified. Huh? Running this race, uh, we got to be sanctified runners. Sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and, listen to that, call. All of that in one verse. <laughs> huh? Sanctified, preserved, and he is called. Mercy unto you, peace and love be multiplied. When you read in the New Testament the letters that Paul and Peter and James and John wrote to the church, they always had a salutation. At the beginning of how they greeted the saints. Uh, they always said mercy and grace and love be multiplied unto the saints. Oh my God. Uh, you could just feel it in the beginning. Before you can even get down to the middle of the chapter. Oh my God. Because the apostles, the men of God. They had a genuine concern about the saints of God. They loved the saints. Oh my God. They looked out for them more than they did themselves. Grace and mercy unto you. And peace. We got to speak peace. 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 And show the love of God. We should be showing the love of God. Not talking. Not enough talking. Show it. You love. You look at the love of God flowing in your heart. It ought to be shown. Beloved. When I gave all diligence to write unto you. Of the common salvation. Because there's one way to God. It's one salvation. Ain't no three, four, and five. Huh? So he, he explained that right there. At the beginning of verse three. It's the common salvation. The same way the Gentile got to be saved. The same way the Jew. It's one church. It's one God. One father of all. Ain't no two, three, four gods out there. Ain't no other gods out there. Huh? God told the prophet Isaiah, he said, if it's another God out there, I don't know it. <laughs> God said, God was bragging on himself, and he got the right to do so because he God. He said, if it's another one out there, I don't know it. <laughs> do you know another one out there? Huh? They trying to bring up these strange gods of Egypt. But they still going to be defeated because they ain't no God. <laughs> Come on here. It was need for, for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should what? Earnestly contend for the faith. Now, contending don't mean that you just lackadaisical serving God. <laughs> that means you got to put some work in. You got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You got to put some labor in God. Oh, come on. Jesus said, seek me and you'll find me. Knock and the door will be open. And you wonder why the door is closed when you ain't knocking. 
around well where is God in all that I'm going through you ain't seeking him if you spend time seeking God he said you'll find me uh-huh. it makes stuff so difficult huh it's a simple theory seek find not open hmm Contend means I got to fight for something. You got to fight for this thing, saints. We done got salvation and we done received the Holy Ghost and we got all this word and we just lackadaisical serving the Lord. Huh? You got to fight to keep what you got. Because the enemy, the devil... The father of lies, the prince of the power of this world, <laughs> he's seeking whom he can devour. Hmm? The Bible says he goes about like a roaring lion. <sighs> huh? He's going around looking for weak saints. Huh? They can't be settled in their mind. Can't be settled in their spirit. Uh, oh, unstable and wishy-washy saints. Uh, saints that can't be faithful. Saints that can't be trusted. Uh, come on here. He's looking for them that's lagging behind. Uh, that can't keep up with the group. Uh, that can't follow the instructions of the leader. That won't listen. Uh, oh, my God. He's looking for them kind. Woo! <laughs> and he ripping weak saints apart. Mm. And wonder why some of them folks that you used to see in church gone. Huh? That was supposed to be so strong. They fell off. They became a prey of the devil. You got to contend for this thing. You got to put up some fight. Huh? People ain't going to let you just waltz through hill tulips. I just love the Lord. Everything. I'm just so blessed and highly favored. And I got the blessings of the Lord in my life. Uh, that's a good example, but I'm thinking about the example of where he took Jesus on high mountain. <laughs> he said, now Jesus, all this power is given unto me. He knew that he had a season of authority. Now, Jesus, I give you all of this. Now, he's talking to God himself. This devil is shrewd. He's bold. <laughs> he's talking to Jesus. and said, now, Jesus, all you got to do is just bow down and worship me. Huh? Just, just go ahead and bow down, Jesus. And I give you all of these kingdoms. You see all that, Jesus? Huh? And if he did that to Jesus, what you think he gonna do to you? <laughs> now, Jesus, just cast yourself on down there. Now, you said it now that your angels had charge over you. Just jump off this cliff. Throw yourself down there. You're gonna have some angels come get you. He's talking to Jesus like that. Be bold. Shrewd. And if he can deal with Jesus like that, 
Well, how do you think he's going to deal with you? <laughs> oh, come on here. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Absolutely. He's trying to get Jesus to commit suicide. Huh? And we don't think the spirit of suicide is real. He's trying to get Jesus to do it. Huh? Oh, Jesus, just make these stones into bread. You, Jesus, turn these stones into bread. Huh? Tempting God. Now, if the devil gonna tempt God, what you think he gonna do with you? <laughs> he bold, y'all. <laughs> Woo! You gotta fight. And what Jesus fought back with was the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, devil. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So you got to fight with the word. That's why the word is so crucial. Jesus didn't fight with feelings. Huh? And see, we're trying to fight with emotions and with feelings. Your feelings and emotions don't mount a hill of beans with the devil. Who care about you crying? Huh? Come on now. He'll crank it down even harder just so he can see you suffer. And he'll sit back and <laughs> Huh? You got to fight back with the word. Huh? That's why the word is so very crucial. You got to know what it's say for yourself. Not by what you heard, but by what you read, what you studied, what you came and obtained from Bible study, Sunday school, preaching, classes, uh, instruction. Uh, you got to get it down for yourself. Woo! My God, contend for the faith. Put up some fight and some resistance against the devil. Huh? Keep with what you got. Uh, you got to add to your faith. You got to add to your knowledge. Uh, you got to add to what you got so it'll keep on growing. Uh, so it don't sit there and just grow stagnant. Because we're supposed to be going from faith to faith. And from glory to glory. Woo! I feel this thing. My God. Contend to the full of faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men, and listen to this, that are crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men. See, you got a whole lot to look out for. Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout inside job. Inside job. You ain't got to worry about them out in the world. You better be looking at the ones that sneaking in here in the church. Everybody come to church don't want to be saved. These was men that had crept in. Huh? The peoples had the guard down. 
That's why discernment is so very crucial. You got to know them that labor among you. Huh? You better know who in your circle. You better know. <laughs> you should know in your congregation. Huh? Come on here. We shouldn't be strangers to one another. Come on here. That's why fellowship is so crucial. See, we don't even value things like that. And then verse 5 says, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord hath saved the people out of the land of Egypt. Now he's taking the people back on a trip. <laughs> See, sometimes your mind got to take a trip to what the Lord done done for you. Because see, I remember when <laughs> I was down and it didn't look like I was coming back up. <laughs> then the Lord stepped in. He didn't come when I wanted him, but he sure came on time. He came right on time. Woo, see, sometimes your mind got to take a trip. <laughs> I remember I was so sick in my body. You got to tell yourself, thought I couldn't get well. Huh? Didn't look like it was no hope. Didn't look like the medicine was working. Didn't look like the surgery. None of that stuff was working. Kept going back and forth to the doctor. Getting bad news, bad report. But the Bible said, who report will you believe? I believe the report. <laughs> you got to talk to yourself. Sometimes your mind got to take a trip. Huh? When you get down in your spirit, just think about what God has already done. Hey, I felt a shout right there. Hmm. Uh, the Bible says, I therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroy them that believe not. That's why it's crucial that you believe. Because unbelief is a sin. You, you do know that. Huh? The one thing that ticked God off with the nation of Israel was unbelief. Huh? They had some other issues. Rebellion was a big one. And idolatry was another one. But what kept them out of the promised land was what? Unbelief. Huh? Come on now. The angels, which kept not their first estate, left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Huh? Angels coming down, mixing with the women. Huh? Doing all kinds of ungodliness. Hmm? Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to what? Fornication. Going after strange flesh. So we think all this stuff going on is new. It's been around since the very beginning. <laughs> we act like this the first time God done seen this lewdness, this nastiness, this craziness going on. We've seen it from the very beginning. Huh? Set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Huh? 
It's going to rain, but it be water. It's going to be fine next time. <laughs> oh, my God. Because the Bible said the earth was going to burn with a fervent heat. All the elements, everything, the heavens, the earth, everything is going to burn. Ooh, God's going to do a purging with fire. Likewise, all these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion. Woo! Even speak evil dignities. Yet Michael the archangel when contending. Now listen to this. Michael the archangel had to fight with the devil. Now what you think you going to do? You got the Holy Ghost and you got God's word and you ain't going to put up no fight with the devil. <laughs> Come on here, y'all. Michael the archangel went contending with the devil. He disputed. You listen to this language because we talked about the meaning for contender. In the beginning, he disputed <laughs> about the body of Moses. Oh, my God. He didn't just let the devil have his way with the man of God's body. No, devil. <laughs> and that's the same kind of attitude and resilience huh, and tenacity huh, you got to have uh, on this race huh, fighting uh, the fight of faith a good fight uh, it's a good fight you're fighting uh, you gotta fight huh, because your life huh, is at stake durst not bring against him a railing accusation but said the Lord rebuke thee how many times you don't say it, the Lord rebuke you? Hmm? Devil quit it. Leave me alone, Mr. Devil. I'm tired today. I ain't feeling it. Leave me alone. You know how you used to see them little fights on the playground? And you quit it. <laughs> And you, you knew the ones that couldn't fight because they get the swing. You already knew their outcome. <laughs> you know they was going to get beat down. Huh? Quit it. Leave me. This how y'all fighting the devil now. Leave me alone. Huh? But Michael the Archangel said, the Lord rebuke you. You can't have your way. And you're going to have to stand up for your family and your household. And you're going to have to tell the devil, the Lord rebuke you. It's time to get bold with it. Time to get loud with it. Say, so you can't wreck shop up in here. huh? You can't come up in here with your foolishness. With your shenanigans, you're going to have to get up out of here. Oh, come on here. The Lord rebuke you. Jesus. Even the angel had enough sense for that. My God. Whew. 
But these speak evil of those which they know not. But what they know naturally is brute beasts and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. Oh, you Canaanites. Murdering your brother and your sister. I hope we ain't got no Canaanites in here. Woo! Murdering the saints with your mouth. Ripping coattails out. Huh? Keeping up mess in this. Woo, the ways of Cain. Shedding blood. Woo, we got to watch our hands now. Keep your hands clean. Uh, you on this race, you can't afford to get your hands dirty. Watch what you get entangled with now. Huh? Watch what you get caught up in now. Keep your hands clean. Oh, come on, somebody. Don't you be a Canaanite. Have blood on your hands. Woo! Ran greedily after the arrow of Balaam for reward. Shout, I can't be bought. You better hold on to that now. Perished in the game, saying, of course. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds, they are without water, carried about with winds. Trees who fruit withereth without fruit because every tree got to have some fruit. You better be careful because Jesus is looking at the fruit on the tree. Ooh, my God. Raging waves of sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints to execute what judgment? Oh, we are not judged. Well, you just read the word. He's going to come back and execute judgment with his saints. Huh? Ooh. And to convince all that ungodly among them all of their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches with ungodly sinners. Huh? Watch your company, saints. Because these spirits are jumping off in a in saints uh, and don't understand why we're going through the struggles uh, all that we are going through all the afflictions uh, that we are going through a lot of times uh, it's the spirit of ungodly sinners huh spirits we wonder why it's such a strong spirit of racism it's just, why so much racism all of us it's a spirit it's a spirit. Huh? <laughs> all this crime and all these mass shootings and all of this stuff that we're hearing about is run by a spirit. It's a spirit behind it all. You got to recognize what you're dealing with. That's why you got to watch. You got to fight. And you got to show up praise. You got to watch you. 
You can't get overly concerned about what's going on out there and get caught up. And it's easy to get caught up. Huh? Because we're all human and we get tired and frustrated when we look at the media and we hear what's going on out in the streets and what's going on in our cities and in our world. It's frustrating. I get it. But you can't get off track. You got to stay focused because you're in a race. It's in a spiritual race. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got to stay on track. Because the world don't do it. They're going to be the world. You got to be the church. You got to be the called out, the elect, the chosen ones. You got to be the ones that's standing right, that's doing which is right. In the eyesight of God, come hell or high water. You got to be the ones huh, that somebody is looking to uh, that say, I want what they got. Huh? Oh, that charges somebody curiosity. That say, I want to serve God like they serve God. Strike some jealousy out of somebody out there and say, what must I do? to be saved that's your responsibility and God is going to hold us in account of it is this word helping somebody verse 16 we're going to drop there these are murmurers, complainers watch your murmuring and your complaining I don't care what we're going through. We ain't got no room to complain about nothing. Because God has been too good. Everything that we go through, think about it, it could have been much worse. It could have had a whole different outcome. But God. (laughs) You got to tell yourself, everything that's going on, it could have been much worse. I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But I'm alive today. I got another chance to serve God. To give him the praise and the glory and the honor to walk before him. Oh my God, it could have been worse. But God, he kept me. He brought me out. He gave me another chance. Woo! My God. Woo. In their mouth speak great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. Verse 17. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the who? The words of the apostles. So the apostles doctrine, which you can't have truth without doctrine. (laughs) Folks call themselves trying to have truth, but ain't got doctrine. Impossible. Remember the words of the apostles. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you, they told the church, they warned the church, they warned us of what was coming. 
what we was going to have to deal with, they warned us that there should be mockers in the last time. You in the last time. You in a time where there is mockers. I ain't talking about out there. I'm talking about inside. You got folk right now that call themselves saved and say, you don't take all that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mocking how you serve God. Mockers in the church. I'm talking about out there. This is written to the church. Oh, my God. They should walk after their own ungodly lusts. <laughs> they let their flesh rule instead of the Holy Ghost. Instead of letting the Holy Ghost have the right of way, they let flesh be in charge. Mm. Let that one soak in. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Watch them sensual folks. Hmm? Talking one way and acting another. We got plenty of them. That's talking a good game, but they live in a whole nother way. Sensual. Having not the spirit. Hmm? Looking like they say. Huh? We got good actors. We got a whole lot of folk in the church that's been stage acting uh, for too long. Uh, and now God is pulling the sheet off. Uh, he's exposing folk uh, right where they are. Uh, letting everybody see uh, you wasn't all that spinach uh, like you was pretending. Because uh, you was a pretender. <laughs> Now the stuff done hit the fan. <laughs> now everybody gets to see what kind of saint you really is underneath the suit and the tie and the long dress. Because God is revealing. He <laughs> it's some tough stuff going on. That's why you got to fight. You got to fight to hold on to what you got. You got to fight to stay in the race. Huh? The race is not given to the swift nor the strong. Huh? If you're going to make it all the way in, honey, you got to stay in this thing. You can't take a break. Huh? You can't take a vacation. Huh? You can't take a sabbatical. Huh? You got to stay on with God. Huh? No matter what it takes, huh? go through what you go through. Huh? Come hell. Huh? Come high water. Huh? I'm staying with the Lord. Huh? I ain't going nowhere. Huh? I ain't going to turn around. Huh? He done brought me too far. He been too good to me. Huh? He done brought me through some stuff. He showed me his power. He showed me what he can do. He performed miracles, signs, and wonders. I ain't going nowhere. Now you got to let the devil know I ain't going nowhere. I may be going through a rough patch, but I'm here to stick and stay. Yeah, you're going to go through some rough patches. But you've got to be determined. Huh? 
you got to have a made up mind. I'm going with the Lord.